like Pastor Rob said, my name's Emily. I'm past intern, class of 2015. Um, and I have the awesome privilege to uh, share a word with you this morning. Um, so before I start, I just want to pray. Father, I just thank you for all the people here, Father. I just thank you for this word that you've placed in my heart, Lord. And I just pray that I would just be able to translate what you were trying to speak, Father, that I would just be able to communicate what your heart is in this message, Father. So I just pray for boldness and confidence in myself. Um, and I just pray for open hearts this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. So this morning I've actually had a pretty hectic morning. Um, I woke up, my throat was sore, I'm like, oh, goody. And then 15 minutes before the service started, I realised I brought the wrong folder with me. (laughs) I had a mini heart attack and I was like, what if I didn't check and I came up on the stage, no notes, just would have been a bit of a disaster, but lucky I checked before, 15 minutes before the service. so. So I got here anyways and I'm here and I'm up here. So this morning I just want to start off uh, with looking at Luke 10 verses 38 to 42. So this is a message Bible. It says, As they continued their travel, Jesus entered a village. A woman by the name of Martha welcomed him and made him feel quite at home. She had a sister Mary who sat before the master, hanging on every word he said. But Martha was pulled away by all she had to do in the kitchen. Later she stepped in, interrupting them. Master, don't you care that my sister has abandoned the kitchen to me? Tell her to lend me a hand. The master said, Martha, dear Martha, you're fussing far too much and getting yourself all worked up over nothing. One thing only is essential and Mary has chosen it. It's the main course and won't be taken from her. So this story is um, fairly well known. So pretty much Jesus comes to town. Martha's like, oh, come in, come into her house. And um, the sister Mary there is socialising with them while she's doing work in the kitchen and getting all huffy and puffy that her sister's not helping her. Um, And she tries to, you know, get Jesus to back her up on it. Like, you know, she's not helping me. And then... Jesus actually corrects her and um, shows her that, you know, you should be really chilling with me and getting to know me personally than worrying about all these things that you have to do. So who knows that um, this day and age, our generation, is that everything's so hectic, everything's so busy. It's like almost everyone's addicted to Facebook or TV shows or... um, going to Macca's at midnight or, you know, all these different things, um, all these different culture that we're just so busy, everyone needs a coffee in the morning, maybe two, maybe three. Um, we've just got chocolate um, full, your diary's got notes all in it everywhere. Um, you've got family, you've got friends, you've got work, you've got sport, you've got all these different commitments. And, you know, um, I'm in a... Um, Facebook group in um, on Facebook in and with my mates and we're all trying to find the time to catch up but everyone's working and we just, all we want to do is spend one day at the beach but we're all too busy. How sad is that? We just can't find one day to spend together. And in this story we see Martha, she's busy doing things that she had to do. She was busy, she was preoccupied. 
you know, she was probably making a Sunday roast or something like that. If it was me, I'd be making a Thai green curry or something in the kitchen. You know, she was busy doing things that she had to do. And she was doing something while Jesus was in the other room with her sister. So when we look at this, where is Martha's focus? What is she focused on? She's focused on what she has to do. She was focused on her to-do list, which really was a distraction from God. And from the kitchen, she may have heard like little muffled sounds, a bit of conversation here and there of what they were talking about, but she didn't actually get the opportunity to have a heart-to-heart, you know, a D&M with Jesus. If you don't know what D&M is, it's deep and meaningful. It's a bit of an abbreviation. <laughs> and, um, yeah, she didn't get that opportunity because she was too busy focusing on the things that she had to do. And sometimes we can live life like that. We can... Welcome Jesus into our house. We can welcome Jesus into our life. But just like Martha, we duck off into a separate room apart from Jesus because of all the things that we need to do. Because our focus is on our deadlines. Our focus is on the things that we need to do in our life. And Jesus is no longer the main focal point in your life. You know, And this stops us from having the relationship that we have the opportunity to have with Jesus. Is that we may welcome him and be like, yeah, I'm a Christian. I go to church every Sunday. You know, even help making coffees. Um, But then when it comes to your everyday life, Jesus is just waiting in another room for you. He's just chilling by himself. Not very good hospitality there. And we don't stop to share our hearts with him, let him heal things that are broken. So sometimes we feel so alone, yet Jesus is sitting in another room waiting for us to just go in there. And we say that we have Jesus in our life, but really he's not in our hearts. He's not in, we're not actually walking with him. We've just got him in that separate spot. And I see this is that Jesus is a relationship guy, hands down, relationship. He's not into this and that. He, one of his, like his main thing I see is relationship. And it's so easy to get distracted. Like I get distracted so easy. Um, when I was in year 11, Mariah, if you don't know Mariah, she's Pastor Rob and Pauline's daughter. She's one of my best mates. And we went to school together and we were all in the different, different classes, completely different classes, um, but this one semester in year 11, first semester, we had biology together. Only class we ever had together in school. And we'd sit at the back next to each other and we'd be talking. And one day after class, um, my biology teacher just pulled me aside and he's just like, do you really think it's a good idea to continue sitting next to Mariah? <laughs> and I was like... Because we just distracted each other, you know. Um, we would just be constantly talking and so it was sort of a good thing that that was the only class we had together, one semester. Because um, we were just such big distractions. And the, the amount of times I'm on my phone, guilty, and I'm reading something or watching something and my mum's in my ear telling me something really important and I have no idea what she said. No idea. 
because I'm busy reading or I'm looking at something and I'm like, Mom, what did you say? Can you repeat that? <laughs> because my focus is on this other thing. Even though Mum's speaking and I can hear her, I'm just not taking anything in. And sometimes it's like that with God is that he's speaking to us but we're way over here like reading something else, looking at something else we're distracted like what Ruth was saying this morning. You know, he's trying to speak to us, but where's our focus? And this is like Martha. She's trying to, like Jesus wants to spend time with her, but she's busy on the things that she needs to do now. She, Martha may have had the right intentions of inviting Jesus over. You know, that's a pretty cool thing. Just like we may have the right intentions in being a Christian, in having, um, inviting Jesus into our lives. Yet, she was so busy and distracted that she missed out, that she wasn't be able to, she didn't have that time to spend with Jesus. So that was the first point, which is one, that hectic life, which we, I reckon we can all relate to. So the next point is expectation versus relationship. So, it can be suggested that Martha may have been the older sister in this situation. It may have been her role as she grew up to sort of look after the household, to look after her family, her, her sister, her brother, all that sort of stuff. And she may have been the best cook in town. She, that maybe the kitchen was her place. That's where she would go and she would produce amazing dishes or something like that. Maybe that was her place. And people expected that of her to go to the kitchen and to sort everything out. Maybe that was an expectation put on her through her life. And so for her to do things in the kitchen, it have, was expected of her. her whole, maybe it was expected of her her whole life. And it may have been taught, you know, that's the right thing to do, which in this case you may think it's the right thing to do. But we see um, back in the stories that Jesus broke that expectation off of her. He broke that, you know, yes, this is what you normally do. Um, but I don't want you to have that expectation with me. And Jesus doesn't want you to have expectations when you hang out with him that you feel like you need to be something or you have a role or you have something that you need to be. Jesus doesn't want that. He just wants to sit down and chill. He just wants to have a relationship with you. And I know that for me this year, I went on a journey to overcome an expectation that I put on myself. Um, I've been a youth leader um, for a few years now in this uh, church and I sort of put a, like I just wanted to be the best leader I could. So I put like, you know, I want other girls to be able to speak to me. I want to be a good role model. I want, um, you know, people to be able to approach me and, it turned into this thing where I put an unneeded pressure on myself and how I was to appear to other people. Where is it? Oop. Yeah, and how I was appear to other people. You know, what did other parents think of me? What did the girls think of me? What did my pastors think of me? that I have this unneeded pressure on myself. 
on what everyone else is thinking. So I have expectations like I won't do this, I won't do that or whatever to um, create, I suppose, an image or that sort of thing around myself. And God, God just sort of took me on a journey of discovering like, you know, when you come before Jesus, take those expectations away. It's not a, you know, there's no expectations. And Martha didn't get that, you know, all her standards of looking after the kitchen and all that sort of stuff, it meant nothing to Jesus. Just like the expectations you put on yourself or other expectations people put on you, it doesn't mean anything to Jesus. The only thing that means something is relationship. And, you know, she was working kitchen. Maybe she was just trying to impress God, like Jesus, trying to make a really cool dish. She's trying to, you know, they say the way to a man's heart is his stomach or something. So they were trying to you know, get him that way. But Jesus doesn't want you to prepare something for him. He just wants you to sit down with him and hang with him. And just like me, you know, I can try as much as I want to be a good person, but that doesn't get me any closer to Jesus, not closer at all. But it can actually put up barriers between me and him. If I try to be good, it puts up barriers where I separate myself because I'm trying to work on myself when really the only way that things are going to be good is if I'm in the same room and it's when Jesus is melting my heart and he's um, talking to me that it doesn't happen, it happens naturally. You know, we can try to work for something, but if you're in the same room with Jesus, he talks to you and automatically you see a change in yourself, something that is only by walking alongside him and being in the same room as him. And from that relationship, all those expectations you work hard for and try to develop, they actually become who you are with no need of trying or working for a goal anymore because through a relationship, your character will change naturally and those things will happen and you become into yourself. And that's something that I've learned and that when it comes to expectation, relationship always wins, hands down. And one example of this which I like is in uh, Luke 7 verses 36 to 50. It says, it's in the message again, one of the Pharisees asked him over for a meal. So this is Jesus we're talking about. He went to the Pharisee's house and sat down at the dinner table. Then a woman of the village, the town harlot, which is pretty much a prostitute, having learned that Jesus was a guest in the home of the Pharisee, came with a bottle of very expensive perfume and stood at his feet, weeping, raining tears on his feet, letting down her hair. She dried his feet, kissed them and anointed them with perfume. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, if this man was a prophet, I thought he was, he would have known what kind of woman this is who is falling all over him. So what we see here is a woman who has other people put expectations on her. You know, you stay at this side of the town, you belong here, this is what you should be doing, expectations. And sometimes this can be a voice in our head, can be voices around us, planting these expectations in our lives. Yet she saw an opportunity. She saw, you know, she saw this opportunity to be able to meet Jesus because Jesus is relationship. He's not religion. He's not what the mindset of these Pharisees were. He was relationship God. 
because she knew she knew she just had to get uh, get to him and be with him and connect on a personal level and so I think this is a perfect example of breaking off those expectations and she was proactive and went for it um, so yeah awesome so the next point worked up so um, way back what was it here it says Martha, dear Martha, you're fussing far too much and getting yourself worked up over nothing. Boom, boom, boom. So we see Martha, she was worked up, she was a bit overstressed, overworked, um, and she would, yeah, she was worked up. It says, Martha, dear Martha, you're fussing far too much and getting yourself worked up over nothing. Um, lots of things in life can get us worked up. Is that true? I reckon that's true. We can get so worked up. And fun fact, it's also easy to get other people worked up. Uh, <laughs> take my mum, for instance. <laughs> She's a beautiful lady, heart of gold. She's my best friend and my worst enemy altogether. Um, but I know things that make her just click, you know. Like, if I'm sitting there clicking a pen... She snatches it from me. Or if I'm just drumming something, and I'm a fiddler, I'm always doing something, and she it drives her crazy, just the smallest thing drives her crazy. Um, and, you know, we can get worked up over little things like that or also big things that can happen to us or um, things that are out of our control and we can get worked up. You know, maybe it's um, marriage or kids or... Um, finance or um, grief, all these things can really work us up and get us stressed. Um, fun fact is in Bible college this year, I had to read a chapter about marriage counselling <laughs> and um, it was great. Um, I have so much experience, so if you need marriage counselling, <laughs> joking, <laughs> joking. Um, but yeah, so fun fact. Um, so... This week, um, let's talk about my mother again. Um, I said that I would clean the house. And <laughs> mum and dad were in unobey all week and they came home and I didn't clean the house. <laughs> and um, I woke up and it wasn't a very happy morning. Um, some say... You know, some people call it a fight. I call it a bit of a debate. Um, <laughs> but it was my fault because I said I would do it and I didn't. And I nearly used the card. Oh, I'm preaching. That's why I've been so busy. But <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't because I knew, I knew that wherever I prioritise my time, you know. So that would have just been a bad thing to say. Um... So, you know, I'm not daughter of the year, I'm not perfect and I'm still a work in progress, I'm still working on being a woman of my word and having a good integrity, all that sort of stuff. But what I'm trying to take from this is that I, it's so easy to get worked up, you know, you know when you're in a debate and really it's not that big of a deal but at the time you're like, I've got to win this, like I'm so passionate about this, I am 
you get fired up, you know, when your anger sort of starts stirring, um, you get a bit worked up and the voices start to raise up a bit and you'll, you just want to be heard, you want the other person to understand what you're saying um, and all that sort of stuff. And it's so easy to get worked up, whereas, you know, half an hour later, me and my mum were sitting down having a cup of tea talking about the week after the fight because at the time it was the most important thing. Like, ah, this... Mm, it's so important but then later on you're like oh that wasn't such a big deal like why was I so worked up at the time you know um and sometimes we may feel like we are going through the most stressful most um massive thing or maybe it's a small thing and it takes all your focus and attention at that time you just so focused you're like yeah I'm so set on this thing, um, all that sort of stuff. And it feels like everything at that moment. Like mum and I debate is that I feel like everything at that moment. It was so important at that moment. But in perspective, half an hour later when you sit down having a good chat, um, you look at it. And you think, what made me all flustered? And you take you, you know, why was that taking away all my sleep? Um, you know, it wasn't worth it. And what I think is it's all about where you're placing your focus at that time. So I imagine Martha, she would have been in the kitchen cutting some veggies or something, thinking to herself, how dare my sisters sit in the room with Jesus while I'm here sweating away, slaving away. You know how those thoughts? Another story. Um, my my brother's just been home recently and he helped cook or something and that meant that he didn't have to do the dishes and I didn't think that was fair. No way. <laughs> and Mum's like, I'll do his share, but she's over on the other side of the kitchen. So I'm like, no, really, I'm doing two people's share right now. But anyways, I'll, you know that, especially with your siblings, your siblings, you have that, there's got to be justice, there's got to be fairness in this situation. And it can be so important and I can relate so much to Martha being in the kitchen, like why is my sister not helping me? Because I feel like that with my brothers, why do they get to do that? Why, you know, there's got to be, you get that sense of fairness and justice and all that sort of stuff. But that's because all her focus was on that. That's because that's where she was putting all her time and energy. And... Here's the thing that happens when we focus on Jesus. Here's the cool part. When we're having a, a big focus on what's not fair, um, this big thing that's getting you worked up. But then if we trans change our lens and we're from focusing on that and we focus on Jesus, um, this is what I think happens. In John 14 verses 27 it says, Peace I leave you with, my peace I will give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So this is something that Jesus said before he left. And the important thing here is that we have peace if our focus is on Jesus. And I like how it says here, not as the world gives, meaning you're not going to find that anywhere else. 
if your focus is on this this, this um, thing, it may not be fair, it may not be your fault, it may not be something, but you're worked up and it's stressing you out, you can't sleep. Um, it may be big, it may be little, and there may not be an excuse for it. But if we're focusing on that and we're not focusing on Jesus, there's no peace in that situation. Um, there's nothing to rely on when our focus is there. But if we're focusing on Jesus, you know, we find peace in putting those things to the side and focusing on Jesus. And we then take a step and we sort of go, well, you know, maybe that was blown out of proportion. Maybe I stressed too much about that. Um, yeah. And having the peace and relationship with Jesus is the only satisfying and sustainable peace in any circumstance. Any circumstance. So this brings me to my last point is one thing. Everyone say one thing. Nice. (laughs) So back at the start it said, one thing only is essential and Mary has chosen it. It's the main course and won't be taken from her. So if that's here. Mary has, right at the bottom, one thing is only essential and Mary has chosen it. It's the main course and won't be taken from her. Having Jesus as your main focus and not allowing distractions, like I said at the start, all these distractions, while Jesus trying to wait in the other room, um, have all these distractions stopping us from actually going, hey Jesus, come in the kitchen while I cook tea or you know, come in here while I'm working, while I've got all these things to do, why don't you come join me? Why don't you do it with me? Why, or go sit down. You know, we all need that time to actually just sit down between you and God. So there's that. And then there's also the expectation versus relationship. What expectations do you put on yourself? What um, things do other people put on you? And maybe... It's time to break off those things and go, actually, Jesus, I just want a relationship with you. I'm over trying and working. I just want a relationship with you and that's all. And the next thing is being worked up. If you're worked up about something right now, if something's weighing really heavy on you, that's when it's actually, well, I'm going to switch my focus right now and I'm going to focus on Jesus and what he says about this situation Um, and just embrace myself in the peace that he provides in this which is only found in him and nothing else so this morning I'm just going to pray over each of those um, points Um, and we're just going to bow our heads and if you feel like you want to make a declaration to God feel free to raise your hand when I'm talking about a certain point Um, if it relates to you it's got nothing to do with me and my ego It's to do with you and God. Um, So I'm just going to pray. Father, I just pray, Father, for the the hectic life that we live. Lord, that um, all these distractions around us may be um, drawing us away from you, Lord, that we may um, go to a separate room, that at this time, Father, 
I'm focusing on something else when really I just need to be focusing on spending time with you um, and being in relationship with you, Father. So I just pray um, against any distraction that people are feeling um, that is keeping them from the goodness of your peace, Father, that's keeping them from just being able to know you fully, Lord. I just pray for that in Jesus' name. And I also pray, Father, for this expectation that we may place upon ourselves this um, this expectation other people may be placing upon us that we may feel obligated to do things and we may feel like we um, have a job or a role that really was placed on there not by God but other people or yourself so I just pray for you right now and I just pray that you would just be able to know the relationship that comes with knowing Jesus and not this expectation but just being completely yourself with God and then you can just be completely yourself with other people and Lord, I just pray for anyone who's worked up right now, Father, that there's something that's weighing them down, whether it's big or small, that you would just be able to pour peace upon that situation, Lord, that they would just be able to zoom and focus in on you and not be focusing um, on this issue or this circumstance, but just completely zoom into you, Father, and the peace that only comes from you, Lord. And Father, I just pray for all of us, Lord, that we would just be so in tune with this one thing, following you father in this relationship with you that we would just go through life with you lord that we would go through a journey with you father and that we would just have each other on the way as well lord that we would just be able to support and lift up one another and be of one heart in jesus name amen thank you guys